You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, so I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Whoa, welcome to Nothing Nice to Say. It's your man Aldo Nice. And um, I got two of my esteemed colleagues with me um this week. And we're gonna have a conversation I've been wanting to talk about, man. I've been teasing this conversation on the podcast for a couple of weeks that I wanted to to really kind of dive into it. So I said, I want some intellectual brothers to have this conversation. So without further to do or ado, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Um to my left, I have my man Just Devon. And I mean, that means you I just introduced, introduced you. me. You already introduced me. So but, yeah, it's just Devon. Okay. And then there you go. And to my right. Duff. Duff here. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Duff and I got just Devon. And um, like you might have heard once or twice them on the podcast talking about one situation or another. But the thing I really wanted to get into was, was, was wokeness. This podcast is going to be real woke. We're going to be woke today. I mean, we, we had to wake up early on a Sunday morning to record this, but we wanted to talk about woke things, man. Let me ask y'all a question. Why do you think that I asked you to be on the woke podcast, Devon? I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think I asked you? I think as we talked about, I, I said something about wokeness one time and you laughed. So yeah, we go on with that. <laughs> do you think with. that I think you, you're a woke brother? I don't. I don't think anybody in our group uses the term woke seriously at all. Like, it's nothing against it. It's just like, we were always like, oh, you know, we know about this stuff, whatever. It's like a new group of people just put a label on it. Like, hey, all that stuff you're supposed to be doing, now we calling it woke. Now I was we like, we woke. were just calling it people. But <laughs> I was like, at a point, yeah. it was just people. It was just our natural kind yeah. of way in which we thought about the world, thought about society. But it's the younger people that really came along and gave it a title called Woke. Yeah. So if people from the outside would probably, if they heard our conversations or if they heard our interactions, they would more than likely deem it as Woke. You, th- you think that people would think of us as being a Woke circle of individuals? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I would say so, and I would say so because maybe not in the the vernacular as woke, but because we look at society, we think, really. Like, we think, we're critical about what goes on. Uh, we discuss things that aren't necessarily just pop culture or um, something that's just um, kind of a lackadaisical kind of topics. We do talk about you know, things that go on in, in the world. And so people would maybe see our interactions in the way that we think about things in a very nuanced way as woke. It's it's interesting because it's, um, and there's levels to this. Y'all got me, even starting this conversation, I'm, I'm coming up with more questions as I speak. What really kind of a thing that I noticed, um, we when I started doing these Nothing Nice to Say interview series, we, um, we started with the Black Coffee Company. And, um, you know, obviously you guys went to Xavier as well. So you guys know, um, I don't you you gotta say a little bit about your background throughout this podcast, but um you guys know that they were also our um college our college classmates. And on their um website, 
And on their Instagram page, they're selling merchandise that says woke on it. And um, they have it as a noun. It says it's an adjective. And it says a state of enlightenment to be self-aware, intentional with actions and choices. And they use that as their definition of woke. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting in that, part, in that way that they're saying it's a state of enlightenment. I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I, we look at woke people as other. Like I look at the woke as woke individuals as other than myself. And I think it's interesting that you started it with saying that other people would look at us as being woke. Mm -hmm. Now, who are those people? Are we saying hood niggas? Like, it, it, I mean, I'm, just, I'm putting it that way. I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I probably from our generation, we would classify not being woke as something like we would classify the negative. Like we might say, oh, that nigga sleep or <laughs> something like that. So this, I think this generation mm. likes to lay, this generation is very big on labeling things. Mm. And it, it's not, I'm not saying that's a positive or a negative. It's just like one of those things where it's like. I guess it is more interesting that they focus on the positive where it's like, yo, like, I'm not just going to look at the people that aren't doing right. Like, I'm focused on the woke folk, too. Like, the people that are doing good, like, I recognize that person. Like, oh, he woke, she woke, that kind of thing. And, you know, we're more, they definitely better at selling stuff than us. So yeah. it's easy yeah. to put woke on a shirt. Yeah. And then yeah. it just kind of catches, it just kind of takes over. Absolutely. Like there, there's a cool factor to, yeah. to the wokeness. And then there, you think woke is cool. Uh, I, I think that you would want to be woke than not woke as far, as far as what I see on social media right now, woke, I believe is a state of mind or a, a, not even a state of mind, but a, more of a state of being in which one ought to be. And that as, as Devon said, if we, if they they did they do this generation has done a good job of kind of classifying you either in or out mm -hmm. right yeah. so then you due to that classification it can be a way to say like you know this person is woke if you're not woke then you're in the state of ignorance you're in the state of the outsider and you I guess for all intents and purposes we don't we don't want to be not woke right so I, so okay I think in my life. If I have to look back on when I, um, I mean, we always kind of understood who was woke and not woke, I guess is, is the thing. With the, the seminal moment in my um, childhood of watching it on the big screen was um, that episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Will and Carlton were trying to get in the fraternity mm. and um, Big Brother, whatever, Top Dog or whatever his name was, didn't want Carlton. He was like, we don't want that type of brother in our fraternity. Hmm. And it was this whole thing about how Carlton was like, you know, not woke. And, yeah. and Will was like, you know, he's like, we like one of us. Um, so I guess I think it's interesting that y'all saying that, that even with when, like in our formative years and when we were in school, we looked at those who weren't woke and we pointed at that and said, you sleep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I guess that that the, the converse of that is that we're not sleep, but we weren't calling ourselves woke. I mean, right. you can go back further, like, Spike Lee school days. Mm. It ends with him literally yelling, wake up. Wake wake up. up. <laughs> wake yeah. But it was kind of funny because I'm like, even with that, he was yelling, wake up at everybody. The whole Like, at everybody. Even the, even Lawrence Fishburne's character. Well, big brother's, who big was, brother Lawrence. Who was super woke. <laughs> like, right. I, 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 wasn't he the one yelling it though? It, he was the one yelling. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was the, the one yelling, yelling wake up. So I guess that's where I kind of come like. Okay. I think that's that caricature of but did you that's look at those super woke brother okay. and you know who's not necessarily woke? I he's think not, yeah he wasn't super he, woke. In yeah, the middle, he, the he had 
had he was he maybe had one he had his eyes open for many issues mm-hmm. but there were times in which he may needed to uh open his eyes on other issues so and his, woke, his eyes was completely closed on on certain other issues where it's just like ah, okay. his nose was completely open for that uh for his little chick too yeah and right was, yeah. Right. But I mean, look, that kind of hit on another turn because I mean, one of the things that you see on Twitter and online is you get a lot of black women that make the complaints about like so-called woke brothers mm. where they're like, you say you woke and it's like you can see all these things about what is happening to the black man and da 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 da. But like, as soon as we bring up one issue with a black woman, you like, why are you bringing that up now? Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, so, like, so, so there's levels, okay. yeah. There levels, so there, there there's levels, and so we use, yeah, it. we use woke in a sense, or, or many use woke in the sense of I'm racially, well, I'm racially aware of disparity. Race has everything and, to do with woke, right? Yeah. And so, but yeah. but then we can kind of push back, and maybe some of these um, woke brothers and sisters who aren't also aware of some of the gender inequalities and the ways in which maybe race and sex and meaning you know gender kind of interact with each other so that they're very woke in the sense of say like police brutality right but then they may not be aware of say things that are happening to like you know sexual assault for black women or and women it, of color so on on or, or kelly saying. keeping women or, it, uh, it depends on who's yeah. saying woke because when you go online i guess with that if i usually when i see young black men saying woke it is to racial issues and when i see black women saying woke it is to racial issues and gender issues mm. And there's usually a, there's a dividing line that comes between yeah. that because when it is solely gender issues, you don't necessarily see the wave of woke brothers. brothers. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, you, you know my if y'all listen to the pod, you know my favorite term and people I like to go at all the time is the hotels and them hotels. I'm gonna read that definition for you again: an Afrocentric brother, usually insecure, who claims to be woke but actually isn't. Unless you're a straight black man in a hotel's eyes, you're responsible for the destruction of the black community. You're misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, conspiracy theory aficionado. He will fill your head up with so much pseudoscience and ill research for historical quote-unquote facts, you'll be ready to bash his head in with a Google search engine. That's the that's the urban dictionary definition. But that's the definition I, we talk about all the time with with those hotels. They take in a, they, they con, contort that wokeness and oh, just yeah. kind of put it in their own thing. But I want to I want to take a step back to something y'all said. School days. Let me go back to school days a little bit because I think y'all were y'all were getting somewhere that I was interested in there. In school days, you said the Lawrence Fishburne group. I mean, we we call it who you want. I don't know who who it was supposed to be, whatever. But there wasn't um Spike Lee and, and Giancarlo Esposito. No, no, there no, wasn't them, right? No. At all. They were the the counterculture mm-hmm. at at when we went to school at Xavier. Do y'all remember when the um the campus came out in the yard and it was Halloween and then one of those guys came out with a, a outfit on that said I'm the Kappa Slapper and he had like some boxing gloves and was walking around. He was from Cali about, yeah. and he was walking around yeah. on the yard trying to like like talking about he wanted to fight Kappas and it was a whole bunch. There's always even in our college experience, right? Yeah. There's that. Um, you know, the, the Gamma Phi Gamma, whatever they were, I guess. I, I can't remember their, their, the fraternity. It was Gamma. It was the it Gamma. Was gamma Dog. Gamma Dog. Gamma Dog. Gamma Dog. Gamma Dog. Gamma Dog. Yeah. There were the Gammas and then there were Lawrence Fishburne's group. My point is, when we got to school, obviously I can speak for me, 
I became the gamblers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, maybe not necessarily in that way, but I pledged. I pledged. Yeah. I wasn't the counterculture who was. Now I like to think about myself at the time as being like I'm kind of anti a lot of the things that they're doing, but I'm still in the fraternity for the the reasons of brotherhood, scholarship, and service. Um, I'm not necessarily in it for all of the rest of the stuff, but I'd be lying to myself if I didn't look at that movie and think that the non woke brothers were the cool ones in the movie. Like to me, yeah. they were the cool ones. They was the yeah. one with Tisha Campbell them. Right. Good or bad hair, see if I care. They was they was yeah. the ones with the AKs. They wasn't the one and the Deltas. Well, and and I think that's the issue. And the with... SG and 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 the Zetas. I'm sorry. Zetas. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny to y'all? Why is that funny to y'all? I'm not laughing. Yeah, no, I love the Zetas. I, lo- I love the Zetas. Um, yeah, but but that's some of the problem, and it's kind of illustrating what Devon was saying about this this term being a. It's almost a line in the sand. You either with us or you're without us. Even though we may not have had those terms, we still had those those dividing boundaries. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. in college, yeah, and it's so like, always been there. yeah, it's it's always been there. And so like, we have those things, and so where we divide, and I don't want to go into the cliche of like a divided black community. I don't. I don't think any community is really um, cohesive all the time. But <laughs> those are the ways in which we like have been kind of had this divide, this woke versus non-woke, but then what is it? Like, so then is a, say, a fraternity man not as black or Mm pro-black as, say, the brothers and sisters that were making their own soap and their own, you know, uh, oils and stuff. Y'all didn't think they were weird? Those people in college who were making their own oils and using black soap and sitting in trees? Y'all didn't think though they were weird? It, at the time, I did, though. There was only yeah. one dude yeah. sitting in the tree. There was one dude yeah. sitting there. But there's always been At the time, even, yeah. even now, I think they were weird. At the time, and back then, there's always been this kind of vein of the, we're natural and we're going back to Africa, and this is that, and we're trying to eschew everything that comes from white culture, and then there's the other group that's like, because mm-hmm. even with Greeks, there's all there's always been a black person like, how you put Greek letters on your body. Yeah. And there's always going to be a Greek person like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. So, that, there's always kind of been that, like, dividing thing, where I'm like, okay, so if they if they did Egyptian lettering, would you feel okay? But right. now, even the yeah. vein is like, <laughs> you know, Africa ain't just Egypt. Like that's what a, the whole tip thing is always fun to me because I'm like Swahili. you picked the one country that is like closest to Europe, the whitest Africa. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I had Egyptian friends like in high school, they was classified as white. They put white on their license. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's just what it is. But it's like you kind of reduce Africa to an arc. You like you Nas yeah. it out like yeah yeah everything that is Nas is Nas the, the prototypical hotel everybody used to say that yeah spitting that fake science that pseudoscience yeah. on his yeah. rap yeah. songs pseudoscience like, like when the math don't add up yeah right. well and it's and <laughs> like thirty six yeah and, and this, so I was like this ain't that's twenty two <laughs> well you know and this and this is kind of one of the the things that kind of underlie some of these divisions and even the hotels like. Again, I agree with Devon, like, you know, you're taking Egypt, which again, I get, right? Like, Africans in the diaspora, like, have had their background, like, stripped away from them. And so Egypt, of course, like, big pyramids, big, you know, like, of course, it's like, okay, they were African, and some of them were black Africans, mm-hmm. like, it's it's more complicated, yeah. right? They didn't think about race in that way. But then even thinking about just the access to, like, different things, 
I'm thinking about um, one of the richest men that have ever lived was some king in Mali who controlled him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like who controlled the the gold, mm-hmm. right? And he was more West African, mm-hmm. which a lot of our ancestors of our are, ancestors, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, West but Africa, but having yeah. that, but because of white supremacy, we don't really get a lot of access to that true history of who we were. So the Hoteps kind of going I'm, I'm assuming because yeah. i'm assuming they say okay I egyptians think, yeah, i always think it comes from like i feel like the the nucleus of it is a good place like i'm like i want right my people to look at something that they can aspire to but then it devolves into something else basically because of lack of knowledge like i mean you're like west africa i mean is that in nigeria where they're just now getting the Benin statues back like yeah I mean, these are like rich cultural statues. Like, so you'll see. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, even them, like, why do you want your statues back? It's because we want our people to know that we made these statues. Because if you don't see your mm-hmm. ancestors doing something like that, you just think. I mean, we could go on Twitter now, and how many people think? I how many people of your friends say, "Oh, I never go back to Africa." The whole continent, the whole right. continent, like they're like, "I mean, oh no, I much rather." But I'm like, "You'll go to." I said, <laughs> I mean, is, somebody go, asked me one you'll time, "You'll go to Thailand?" Somebody asked but me you one don't time, "Go to Africa?" What like, continent? <laughs> if you had to go to another continent to visit, rank them from one to seven, and I'm like, Antarctica is last. Okay, I live okay. in I live in North okay. America, so we got five. I'm like South America. You go to Brazil and stuff, and 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 um, Colombia. That seems fun. Uh-huh. I mean Europe. I mean I, you can go to the Louvre and you can go to Paris and the Eiffel Tower. That sounds like something that's on a bucket list. Oh, you can go to the Great Wall of China and do some stuff in Japan. Might be fun. Oh, Australia's probably industrialized and there's probably something that's cool about the I, I've seen the, the Sydney reef, yeah uh, the city thing yeah I mean maybe I'll go see some see, Aboriginal indigenous people yeah. and whatever. So Africa was last. Africa's always was <laughs> but, last place. But the whole thing about that is that is all it's marketing. It is like all that stuff is marketing, and there has been. And if you want to cons- go to Africa, you want to go to Johannesburg. Exactly. You right, white right, folks. Right, That's right, right, all right. Right. Egypt. Because there, no the <laughs> there is a because it's AIDS everywhere else. That's what they, say. That's what they try to make That's you think. Say. But there's yeah, a concerted effort right, to right. make the entire continent of Africa. Seem the like dark it's not like like it's just uh yeah this is a wasteland mm-hmm. when I'm like yo most of our the world's natural resources come from mm-hmm. Africa China making a huge push Killing. to get into Africa like I mean like there are a whole lot of Russia's making a big thing to get into Africa but I'm scared of and those it, child soldiers on the back of trucks with but my um, thing is, with Coney coming <laughs> right, I don't right, want to get right. stolen. But that that's the whole thing. Well, my, yeah. But they well, act like that. Yeah. They think they act like and I'm like, yo, if you if you are leaving the the United States, and I tell people like, look, you leaving the United States, we are at the top when it comes to wealth. Yeah. Like it's just a fact. You are always. I mean, this is why when you go, I, I don't really like going to a lot of countries sometimes because <laughs> you gotta, yeah. Because it's just like I'm not experiencing this country. I'm literally just go visit the Caribbean, and all they tell you is stay on the resort. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't leave the resort because yeah. if you leave the resort, you you leave in the resort in your poorest of clothing stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, and what they don't want to say is the disparity that this country Facts. creates and other things is just so. We bad, went to St. Martin. We had to drive through the the man. <laughs> you just like. Yo, and then it's kind of like, yo, you can't just be out here 
fly, like I, you know, if, if you're in the United States, you know where to go. I'm not going to go. You got to have a tour guide. I'm not going to go to Everywhere. the hood wearing gold necklaces and not know nothing and just be like, ah, see me shining. So when you go to other countries, I feel like that's what a lot of Americans be doing. They just don't yeah. know. Like, I'm like, you just pulled your $1,000 phone out your pocket. <laughs> just, hey, guys, want to take a picture? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're just like, yo, and, and like people are starving. So it is one of those things where it's like, that's everywhere. But for some reason, Africa has gotten the... The poorest of rats. Like, yeah. yo, don't come here. It's supposed <laughs> to be that. I mean, it's it's that's part of the whole. I mean, I, I, a book that I, I don't remember who put me on it was. Um, and I don't know if you guys have read it. Guns, Germs, and Steel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Great book. Jared Diamond. Like I read that a long time ago, and it just kind of helped you to understand how societies came to be, why Africa we, is where it is. But I mean, they definitely put it in there that it was sure. universities and it was it was culture and everything. I mean, you have you can fit two and a half United States. Inside of Africa, yeah. mm-hmm. Africa is vast, and people don't really understand that as much as you know they should to understand. That there's so many different pieces of culture there, but we're talking about a lot of things. And something you you kind of touched on right there was economics and how mm-hmm. America has a, a different set of like we're at the top of the food chain when it comes to economics. Um, I want to step back and talk a little bit about wokeness and how a lot of times you mentioned this recently that people conflate that with a, a, a certain financial limitations based upon you being woke. Can yeah. you expound upon what you talked about before? I mean, I just said a lot of woke people. I said, I, I said it in a funny way. Like, I was like, woke. Yeah, you, you didn't say it broke. as eloquently I as said, I just said it. I said woke is broke. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it wasn't that. It was like, and and to go back on like what you're talking about, the hoteps, a lot of people that I see that are, Sometimes they use this idea of wokeness to point out the fact that I am not making it because I am limited by these other outside factors. And so you can lay ahead. But it's also like, yeah, okay, Hotep, dude, I know you talked about all these factors that are limited, but I mean, nobody told you to get like eight girls pregnant and not take care of nothing. Hmm. Nobody told you not to get a job. Nobody told you not to do this kind of stuff. And I don't want to fall into like a, oh, these are stereotypes of black people. This is like, I will see in examples, like people using this as an excuse Mm -hmm. to get it. I'm like, this is not all hoteps. This is not all black people or anything like that. But some of these people out here and people, man, it's dudes. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I'm picturing it, I'm picturing, like, the dude that's saying it, like, oh, you know, I can't get on because, you know, the they, government. They won't let me. Right? <laughs> you just, like, and it's a vague, there's always this weird, vague entity that the keeps man. them down. It mm-hmm. is the man. And I'm like, yo, look, I understand there are entities out there, and they ain't vague. Mm-hmm. You can point at them. Right? Right. If you want to say the prison industrial complex, cool. We'll talk about ways that you can avoid those kind of things and move forward. If you want to talk about the problems of politics, cool. If you want to, But talking about something like it's a unseen boogeyman, and therefore, I'm not going to move. Because right. I can't see it, so I'm going to stay still. Well, and, and this is where the hotels for me and people on that that plane i think they also they pick and choose our history right mm-hmm. like, like i'm like, thinking <laughs> that when you were talking about though. like people in the african diaspora have been probably one of the most resilient people in the world probably in mankind mm-hmm. right thinking about slavery was what 
ended in 1863, right? Like, we're, like... Officially. Uh, officially, right, officially, officially, right. 1960. 2000. <laughs> 2000 right, well, yeah, and so, yeah, and that's the thing, yeah, so officially, <laughs> like, you know, Obama, y'all. <laughs> you know, and so, like, so we're, we're what, hundred and over 150 years yeah. right there, and, and we're looking at what black folks have done like throughout our history so like this idea about brokenness and and it being associated with wokeness no nah, not really like being woke right being woke or, or and maybe we should maybe even distinguish this aspect like of of fighting the power right yeah. fighting those very things that the hoteps are saying they're keep, get, keeping them down you know, Africans, when they were enslaved, were also fighting the man. And so, like, the fact that, like, these newly freed people of color sought out universities, they created universities, right? They became, you know, un- under the brief time of Reconstruction, they became politicians and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's where we, the, 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 the people who are claiming that because of their wokeness, They can't do like they're being disingenuous to all of the people who have struggled behind them trying to put us all in position to keep on fighting. So if wokeness is not going to allow you to fight in the society, if it's going to make you paralyzed, then you 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 dead weight. Right. You dead weight. And so that. Your awareness, right? And and I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I also want to be nuanced as well because maybe if, maybe when some people become aware of, you know, this kind of sick form of of, of white supremacy, the sick form of patriarchy, all of these isms that we have in this world, maybe some people do lay down. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the natural way to do. But maybe. it's in it's disingenuous to all of the people that have fought. That didn't call themselves hoteps, right? They were yeah. just fighting. I don't think hoteps the call system. themselves hoteps. Yeah, no, no, no I'm just, yeah, I'm not. We call them that. Yeah, we're just calling them. And and maybe I should, maybe I, and maybe I should refrain from calling this group of people that a hotel. Well, I think right? a hotel is different than a woke individual, and and I think that's kind of what we're yeah. breaking down. Let me ask you something. When I say this, tell me who's the first person that comes to mind. Who's a woke musician? Musician. A woke musician. Man, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You don't yeah, know one. Uh, you don't you know think what? one at the, the top of your no, head? Nothing I mean, comes uh, to mind. Uh, uh, John Legend. John Legend. Okay, cool. Who comes to your mind? Because he just said John, John Legend. Legend, but before he, I would have never. I probably would have said Lauren Hill. Feels like in my head is like a woke musician. Okay. Okay. I'll give a you politician. That. A I'm woke politician. I do. Are there? Is there a such thing? I mean, uh, no. well, uh, Cortez, um, a- AOC, uh, I can't, uh, Ocasio Cortez, she's Puerto Rican, but you she know, is. She she's is. woke. So woke. I, Bernie, sure. pretty woke. He's in, in many regards, Bernie's woke. A woke actor. Um, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I have nothing. I honestly, and maybe this is maybe I'm against the. These people too successful. Sean to be Penn woke. comes to mind. <laughs> right, Sean yeah. Penn comes well, to mind. Well, and I think you know, but Devon, Devon brings, brings up a, a, what a point, right? These said, people too successful. To be okay, woke. and one more. Like, I got. We're gonna get there too. And a woke athlete. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, Just no, no. Kaepernick, uh, right? Kaepernick. Okay, Kaepernick. so we say Kaepernick, right? Kaepernick. I, I was going. I was getting there. I was. I was taking my time. I was what walking y'all up to this. Yeah. A woke athlete is Kaepernick. To your point that you just said, Duff. What did Kaepernick, after the whole thing, what happened? What came out where people like lost a lot of respect for Kaepernick? 
He said that in the 2016 presidential election, he didn't vote because he was like, he didn't think that it mattered because both she's a crook and he's and he's whatever. Yeah. He it's everything you just said that we fought for these things and within the system it's kind of yes. like the 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 part that's important yeah. that for years and years and years black people had to work and it's like okay no we're going to take this bus and we're going to walk hand in hand from church to go vote because we're going we got to change things from within the system I think it's that whole kind of hotel slash overly woke um kind of way of thinking that says people to be like nah screw the system Mm-hmm. The man, like you said, yeah. and whatever, and I'm gonna do things outside of the system. That becomes like you'll never win that way. Yeah. You just it's yeah. just you're just complaining. Yeah. You at, at a point you're not really trying to do anything to influence change. You're just trying to do things to talk about wokeness and why you can't. Yeah, no, and, and it's a very very valid point. And and now you know for people who don't vote because of these kinds of things, like I think there's a way to for the for my advice for people like that, right? Like, because I, I, I don't think that we can always work only within the system, okay. right? We I think you have to have a two prong approach, right? You have to challenge the system, but then you also have to work within the system. And so, but you also have to be very calculated in how you do that, right? Like voting, if, if you know, people literally died, mm-hmm. right? God knows only how many yeah. people have died for your right to vote, right? So you got to do that. Right. You got to do that. But if you want to operate outside of the system, why don't you run for office? Mm-hmm. Why don't we like, why don't we find people who are going to vote within our interests, who are not going to take, you know, pack money or all of this yeah. like corporate money. So there's ways for you to, to to influence the system from the outside that challenges. But we have to we can't just do one or the other. You can't just say, well, I'm just going to like go off on like off the grid and live my life it that might be fine for you and your family but like african americans and people of color like you know you leaving everybody else out mm-hmm. it doesn't help but then at the same time i i don't think that we can only solely work within the system that we have to say well you know we can have black cops and that'll reduce police brutality um that will help Right. I think that we should have black cops, Latino cops, community cops, policing, community policing. But then we also need outside actors say, to come in. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so so true. we have to yeah. go outside and inside the, the, the system working solely outside. Is and even so work. much. So I guess my thing is like, I agree with you on the the Kaepernick point. Um, the, the, it, I always feel like it's a young thing, too, where it's. Young people will get frustrated at the idea, but it, it, it's probably I would say we don't necessarily older generations don't do the best job. Damn, are we really, older generation? Now? Yeah, we are. Mm. Damn, somebody put a meme up and they said <laughs> Ed, Ed and Eddie is twenty years old, and I was looking at my homegirl. I was like, "Yo, that cartoon is twenty years old, and I never even seen it. Never. I said I've never I didn't, seen. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I said a cartoon. I thought he meant Eddie. I thought you meant I, Malcolm and Eddie. Done. Done. <laughs> I was like, a "Oh, Malcolm Jamal." I've what? never seen is twenty years old. Yeah. If you was born Half in the year two thousand, yeah. you you nineteen coming up this year. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So older generations, I don't think we give a, a part. Like I've had that discussion of like even the. People died for this, and you gotta you gotta vote. I've always said that it only works 
on people that are educated enough or mm. are cognizant enough of because my thing is a lot of people don't vote. A lot of white people don't vote. Yeah. yeah. Like my thing is like like they're like, oh, how did Trump get people? Man, Trump went to places where there was white people and just straight up lied to them. Like, I know y'all don't vote. I'm bring back steel. Okay. And people came out the woodworks. There does like the uh the uh what was her name? The uh, the Cuban chick we just talked, Colombia. Uh, Ocasio Cortez. Okay, I think the biggest. Is the one thing in New York? About, yeah, yeah, AOC. I think the biggest thing about her is it's like you have to new politicians, especially the younger ones that are trying to get it, because the Democratic Party just hasn't. You got to figure out what your minority steal is. Like whatever got the people out. Like if people vote they interest. The, people aren't voting. The answer like, is weed, honestly. <laughs> the no, answer no, no. is weed. The, the, the answer the is marijuana. Like, yeah. Look, weed. Uh what whether it student be weed, loans. Student loans. Student, student loans. loans. Whether it be things like uh the, like it's interesting to watch like it's not even prison reform. of <laughs> older people. I don't know if it's prison reform, but things like that mm-hmm. where I'm yeah. like the stuff that y'all kind of jump into, like, hey, we want equal marriage. Oh, no, you no, you got to get out there yeah. and you got to just be like, yo, we fighting. Like, it's yeah. 50% of y'all, it's 50% of us. It's No, fi- it, fi- 50% what? 50% of y'all. Usually it's 50-50. On, the, on issues, you said. On, on a in, lot of these issues. Gotcha. So it's just like, we just going to see who we can get out, who can get out the yeah, most people. Right. Yeah. That big, the last vote we had here with Beto, is it Beto or Beto? Beto. Beto. Yeah. Like the big thing about that is you had you know his, like, his campaign office was right above right above, his, right above here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. well, not his office, but like one of the satellites. Oh, yeah, I went to make some cool. rotocalls for him one day at lunch. But, Shout I mean, out, you're doing your part. Doing your that's part. Whoa, I mean, that's no. I'm in this. I'm in the system though. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, my biggest thing about that is him coming out and saying like these are the you see now what people fight on on the other issues like oh. He was in a rock band and he smoked weed. And you saw us like, and? Like, but that is something where you also saw in this an influx of new younger voters coming out. But you saw an influx of people on the other side, older, that had never voted. That are literally like, y'all are going to change this country. We need to to come out and stop it. And the thing is, you have to at a certain point. My biggest problem with like the Democratic Party is always like, at a certain point, you have to realize like, that's where your vote is. It's convincing younger people to come out all the time. There's a wave of them every year. They will eventually outnumber. But what you can't do is let them... Because I do feel like, even with the Kaepernick thing, I feel like older people get frustrated with stuff like that. Well, I think it's interesting when you say that, that... It, it it comes like almost a sliding scale, this continuum of wokeness, um, yeah. where where you can look at whoever we would say is all the way on this one end of the spectrum who's completely asleep. The the maybe not the Carlton Banks, but whomever it is, the the individual um, who's like, no, I'm black, but I hate my black skin and I hate everything yeah. about this. There's yeah. that person. That person exists, mm-hmm. and then there's this other person that that um, the black man is God. In which not you know which the black man is God, but the, but, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. It's like yeah, like yeah, they, they're yeah. they're completely overboard. But even within that spectrum, what's interesting is there's people who will tell you that. Um, and I'm I'm gonna reference the black coffee guys. They have shirts that say woke, and they were doing some stuff where they were big on trying to get some voter registration. They they were saying, I mean, you know. People people do things and they, they get out there yeah. for what's 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 popping to do, right? Yeah. It's popping to be like on some voter registration stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that they conflated like 
wokeness with we if you're woke you need to get out here and vote and have other people voting which is cool to me however i think there are people still on that woke spectrum who are even more quote unquote towards the black man is god side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. who are like no i'm not voting because why i'm gonna vote because whatever whatever and you would consider both of them looking is there a point where woke becomes hotep is that what we're saying right now like there's a point where it goes overboard where you're saying that pseudoscience and you're 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 saying the same shit as me okay cool so maybe that's that's something I never thought about. That there's a woke spectrum, and woke is only in this fifty to fifty to eighty percent. Yeah. Once you get over eighty yeah. percent blackness, well, as soon as you keep telling, like when when a dude at a bar tells me, like you know, Cosby was about to buy NBC. Like, oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah. You are super woke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I don't agree with I you. Want, I wonder what like, I wonder what R. R. Kelly was fitting to do. He was probably he's probably fitting R. to do Kelly something. That's why they came R. out with you know, this. R. Kelly and you know, Lifetime is a black. Lifetime's a black. I mean, a white network, right? Or you know, even like, and I guess the other thing too, where there was like, we were at a bar, like you said, at a bar, but a dude was like, "Oh, why are they trying to take down R. Kelly?" But they don't want to take down Harvey Weinstein. I was like, dog, you are so into your black. You don't even know that, that you Harvey Weinstein is taking down. Harvey Weinstein coming down. Harvey Weinstein is about to go to the pen. He's yeah. about to serve time. So right? I'm like, my thing is, I'm like, you are so conflated in this idea. That's that neither here is. nor there, but Harvey Weinstein definitely wasn't as bad as R. Kelly. R. Kelly is way worse with the things that they're uh, alleging that he did. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if, yeah, if, yeah, if there is levels, right. yeah, if, if there's, there's a, levels, if there's levels oh, yeah, of back, yeah. no, that's yeah, there's yeah, circles yeah. of hell. Oh, Dante's Inferno's got circles. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got circles. You're right, you're right, you're right. Like Bill Cosby and Darren Sharp are way at the bottom. Yeah, you're right. R. Kelly's a little bit better than them because it's consensual, quote unquote. That's children. Yeah, R. Kelly is definitely pressing the upper floor in hell. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh no, Robert, you're not getting off here. No, come on, <laughs> come on, right. come yeah. on up here with us, Robert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and and but one of the things though, mm-hmm. like where it's it's it, the kind of crossing that line. I know another thing with the Black Coffee um, crew is that they also talk about black wealth, yeah. right, and generating that, and so. But you can have someone who's going to cross that line, right? Who, like, again, like, because I get it. Like, they're talking about black wealth. They're talking about, like, you know, unifying, being cohesive in the community. And it's like, yes, this is what we want. But someone who then crosses what the black cop, because I would say the black copy crew is in that good they're in the good spectrum to me. The, right? the woke, the they're actual, in the woke, the actual woke spectrum. The, they're in the true woke. Right. They're saying we need y'all to vote. We need y'all to start businesses and we need, you know, we're going to participate, but we're also going to like do for us as well. Probably a part of their awakening. When they became woke in that sense, then they they realized that we should be trying to. Yeah. So but then and it's a capitalistic society. So the fact that they're trying to capitalize on it is part of being within the system, which is part of being within the system, which is fine. But then if you cross that line, right, (laughs) where you say, well, I'm only going to. You know, I'm only going to have like black businesses, like mm-hmm. so that's where I'm gonna go to selling the soaps and then going off the grid, so on and so forth. It's like, okay, we live in a global society, right? Capitalism, yeah. right? Capitalism is a is 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 tough, right? It's tough in capitalism because you're always gonna have the have and the have nots, but it's just when you then don't when you cross that line and you say, Well, I'm not gonna participate in capitalism, it's like, okay, like I, I get it, right? Or if you say that I'm only going to deal with black only, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, but that's for me it's unrealistic yeah. because we are within the system. We have to work within the confines. And so how do you then 
go more of a black coffee route mm-hmm. to say, well, you know what? We're in this system, yeah. but we going to make sure that the people within my group, right? Black people, we, we going to make sure black people eat, right? We're going to start black businesses. We want to, we want investments like yeah. in our communities. Right. And so for me, that, 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 for me, that, that kind of, um, that, that, that perspective and that, in that, that mindset is where we need to be versus just, okay, going to completely drop off. Gotcha. Cause yeah. when you drop off, then you don't have the power. Mm-hmm. And if it is about getting power, you have to survey the system. Okay. This is how you get power. But then how do I distinguish myself differently than just the Carltons? Yeah. Right. Where I'm going to get a bunch of power, but then screw my people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting thing, and I'm going to bring this back to a little bit of something. And I mean, um, I, I'm not going to make it a tradition where every one of the nothing nice to say interviews is former um, Xavier alumni or and or um, and or HBCU <laughs> graduates. But a lot of um, we talked about this before. The most interesting people that I interact with on a just in in my day to day life are normally people who I've went to school with, and that's not I'm unapologetic about that because mm-hmm. it means that. There's a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of different diverse backgrounds who came to one melting pot of a university, and then we all learned a lot of things about blackness from each other. Now, that, I'm going to ask you this question because I'm, the, the, the idea of blackness is all, all tied up in wokeness. What about the HBCU experience um, kind of shaped the way you see what it means to be woke? But more specifically, at a young age, people are, when they go to college, they discover their wokeness. Especially when they go to HBCUs. You see it all the time. Mm-hmm. A little clean cut, whatever, they come in there. Like my roommate, a kid they called Brethren. Everybody called him Brethren. He got kicked out of school freshman year. Um, he came there and he was he had videos of him doing like speech and debate and all this stuff. And he was a good orator in New York and whatever. And he came there and within a month he was Rastafarian, smoking every day, like really in touch with the the this a crowd that he was with. And they got kicked out for smoking weed in the dorm. It was mm-hmm. some stupidity. You guys probably remember this scenario because y'all were in the dorm. Yeah. Um, but about discovering blackness, like I think it's 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 a tough thing. And the question I'm really asking is, what advice would you give to somebody who's still emerging mm-hmm. in their ideas about blackness? Ooh, I'll take that one. <clears throat> and this, and I'll 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 say this is my experiences at an HBCU kind of helped me understand blackness. Like blackness is not necessarily what you see on TV. And I, I, I preach this to my to my younger cousins who are considering HBCUs. You get every flavor of black at a HBCU. Like I was telling my cousins earlier, you know, we like today seeing a black skateboarder uh, not that weird, you know, black, yeah. b- black backpackers up, uh, not that weird. In 1999, going to Xavier University of Louisiana's campus, you didn't see black skaters and surfers and, you know, rockers and all that. You weren't because we didn't have social media like that. Yeah. Right. But you get onto the HBCU campus, you had any kind of flavor of black there was. And and that and that experience wasn't just at Xavier. Mm-hmm. Phil and people who went to Howard say the same. Everybody who goes there, you get exposed to the to the you know diversity of what it means to be black. And so, like as long as what and and so then going like what is black? Like black is not necessarily the stereotype that you see. Now it can be, 
right? It can be like, but it's not necessarily that. And so we have to embrace the diversity of blackness and really just being like, you know, being true to yourself is is really what it means to be black. I think that's what keeping it a hundred or being true, like whatever, all of those things are being authentically black, but being authentically black can be a variety of Mm -hmm. things. And I guess the question I'm saying is, can we conflate blackness and wokeness? Is, I mean, how, how do those things compare when you have in a sense of like, I'm black and I understand, but you know, we watch, and I keep quoting movies and songs because that's what we know, but, but there's great, smart people who came up with these movies and songs and they in like, like Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans, message, you know, there's messages and all that. CB4, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black. Like, he he was the stereotypical past 80% <laughs> mm-hmm. hotel. Like, he yeah. was he was in, he was past the 80% mark. And that was but the his joke. Def- that was the running joke in that movie. And the whole, he was dating white women. He was, what was, was that? He? No, no, no. No, no, no. That was, that was uh, the uh, other one. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, was like, don't my, be a menace. My brother. My Malcolm X. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and I think that that's an interesting thing is because the more in tune you get with your blackness, the woker you feel. Mm. But then you might lose that. You might lose yourself in it. Well, you were talking about that. So, like on the HBCU thing, mm-hmm. Xavier didn't help it. Living in New Orleans, and I would tell people if you mm. got the chance to go to an you HBCU a, in a chocolate city, and if you also get the chance to live among the only thing that it taught me was that one, we are all like exactly the same. And two, being amongst your own people takes a pressure off of you that you did not know Mm -hmm. even existed Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, yo, look, we grew up like when I when I went to New Orleans the first time I stayed there like the whole year. Mm -hmm. Like I was, you know, I was like, yo, I'm here. I'm not going home. Nothing. We just going to be out. Like as soon as I got an apartment, I was just out there. And then my dad had called me or something like, yo, come home, visit your mom, da, da, da. So I came home and it was like, and, and the area we in is in the suburbs and it's mostly white people. And I remember, like, I think I might've called Warren or something like that. I was like, hey man, it is so weird not being the, like, I forgot how, I've been in a city for a year where we're the majority. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I haven't been looked at weird. I haven't thought like there are all different types of people that are in New Orleans, but they were just black people. Like it, you know, like yeah. but they were all different. And I got I got off the fact of looking at the race stuff. And now I'm back here and I'm like, dog, it's like now I gotta be a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like I'm a large black dude, like if I'm approaching somebody when people are asking me questions, things like that. It's different. So I was like, if you have the opportunity to do it, because there's something different about working amongst, living amongst, transacting amongst just your own people Mm -hmm. that I don't think black people get the opportunity to. I think there are a lot of other cultures that get that opportunity to do it. And it's like, we're in a country where things are like we talk about systems and things like that most of our systems are set up directly against black and it's, people especially but so, the crazy shit, the thing is it becomes problematic because the parents in the in the in the families who choose to try to give their kids a quote unquote better life are the ones who end up giving their kids less of an opportunity to yeah. live amongst other black I, people it's one of those things where I'm like I've talked to my dad about it cuz he was like man we came down at least like we literally moved out here 
because it was a school system, but we were always bringing you around family members. We were always bringing mm-hmm. you around stuff, but it's like we have to go out of our way to make sure that you are around uh, black around black people. And it's the funny thing where it's like I see a lot of my peers now making efforts to move like in communities where it's like it's just like it's a lot easier. Like I saw a girl post last night. Like you know people talk about Atlanta. But I'm in D.C. and some of y'all might want to consider it because when your banker's black, your dentist black, your mm-hmm. doctor's mm-hmm. black, everybody you do transactions with black, it's different. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? And I said, there's nothing. It's difficult to explain it. But I will say it's one thing where I'm like, if you're in the part where you're a minority, that might, the majority culture knows what that feels like. They just don't know what it feels like to be a minority. Yeah. And I'm like, that. that's one of the biggest things where it's like, yo, I know we're the minority in the country, but if you get the opportunity to be around your own people, do it. Yeah. Like, just try it out. Well, I think that a thing that's interesting to me is that, um, and, I'm, and I, I don't want to put him on front street like this, but me and Rumble have had many conversations about blackness. And he'll, he'll say things about, like, frustrated with the system that he's in. But he didn't go to a HBCU. Mm-hmm. So I think it's... He, and he always talks about man. If I would have went to HBCU, this would have been happening. This would like he always kind of has this 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 vision, this ideology, this idealistic perspective of what an HBCU would have been like to go to. And I think he's right about a lot of it that he would have had a, a substantially different experience. I just think that it's it's weird that it's kind of like every black man. I feel like if you truly have some kind of a good some kind of a good background some kind of a good support system that there's going to come a time in your life where you start questioning things and start pushing yourself towards that over 50% and i, I hate i yeah. i'm using that but everybody like you can close your eyes and you can see what i'm referring to yeah. when i say that when when you get over that 50% and you woke and you start and then one day you realize damn i'm i'm 75 i got to slow down yeah. And and it's it's a thing that I think yeah. a lot of people don't check themselves with, and then they end up posting crap on Facebook, and they end up being at your job saying things about whatever, and you're like, dog, why? You, no, you just not I, applying yourself. I, yeah. this, it's I, not I, the man. That's it's yeah. not whatever. Yeah. But I think we all get there. Yeah. And I understand like the system sets things up like that, but I'm like, you have to think outside of that and then help people because you get these. Uh, when you talk about this, I'm, I really just be picturing older dude, old bitter black men that <laughs> be just looking. Don't down. be old ones. Just be like when yeah. I say old, I'm literally talking about our age. Okay, but because <laughs> <laughs> we're old, I forgot. I was like, I was like look, man, they 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 forty. They looking at. I'm looking at everybody's beard who's sitting here. We all <laughs> great. We all got great beards. We all old right but now. But they they on Facebook because Facebook's old now. If yeah. y'all didn't know, they tell me all the time like you on Facebook. But they get on Facebook and they post these rants about, you know, I mean, we talk about art. Like, look, if there's a concrete documentary about R. Kelly and it's all the stuff that as an older person, it's funny because we were talking to a girl yesterday and she's like, I didn't even know R. Kelly married Aaliyah. And I was like, how old oh, you are you? Yeah, and did, she goes, yeah. I'm 24. I go, oh, okay. That makes sense. It was before you were born. But this is a, I said, so kudos to them and, and the people that made the documentary for being like, yo, all y'all don't know this man. Mm. So let me compile this yeah. in a concrete yeah. way so y'all see what this is about. If that's your <laughs> time to be like. And stuff and put uh, it in 30 exactly. minutes. Exactly. And it's like, yo, let me just show y'all what this yeah. is. And it's like. 
First of all, if you are age, I don't think anybody saw that and was like, every everybody that was watching that was like, oh yeah, he did do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did do that. Nobody was like, oh. yeah, you know what I mean. So for the most part, so when they do that, it's a lot of shock and auto online. Yeah. Though. If you, but I mean, if you took your time out right then to pop open your phone and hop on Facebook or Twitter or something and be like. But what about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they've been saying so. What about Jerry Seinfeld? Like, so what about that. Steven Tyler? And I'm like, like what, no, what does that yeah, have to do with R. Kelly? Statutory of, raping little yeah. black girls. Like, it what does that have to do with anything? Where I'm like, this is not, uh, 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 you know, like this whole. I know this is run by black women, but these are white men behind these black women trying to take the black. No, these <laughs> are people that are telling you, like, look. You know, like when women are telling you, I got raped, or this is happening, this is happening, and this is why, and we need protection, and y'all come out and go, man, fuck all that, da da da. You see why yeah. people don't say stuff. It's crazy. And 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 this is where, like, you know, some of the, when you cross that 80%, yeah. right? When you cross that 80%, that's what I've been thinking in my head. Because the analogy is yeah. it's, it's perfect, yeah. right? When, once you cross that 80%, you somehow then think that it, it becomes, uh, narcissistic right yeah. that like everybody's against you and mm -hmm. it's like okay wait a minute if we are really thinking in a woke in a pop in, in a woke sense that can help change we need to say well the black man needs to find things in common with the black woman yeah right we need yeah. to find things because there's power in numbers if you are in fact trying to overcome some of the white supremacy but some of the things that i, I kind of wanted to interject just a little bit is that when these old bitter black men the their complaint us, their complaint us. yeah us right <laughs> us some of us right um their their complaints are valid right yeah. like there is there is you know there is no man in a room with a cigar right trying to plot the downfall of black people but yeah. white supremacy is a thing right yeah. and i don't i never want to discount that for 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 anyways and as a person i'm a sociologist so i look at structures i look at i look at inequality right and so we can track a, a brother not getting a job maybe he didn't go to the right schools maybe his parents didn't have some of the same ways and and opportunities and 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 just some of the things that some of us currently are discussing had. So I don't I never want to discount that, but as as we've been talking about earlier, black people are resilient, right? So it's we have to take the bitterness, right? If you've crossed that 80% line, um you have to take that bitterness and you have to do something with it. Like we need you, mm -hmm. right? If that's if that's what it is, take the bitterness and 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 let's do something revolutionary. Cuz you got to stop thinking there's a man with the the finger on the button, because mm -hmm. right. my right. whole thing about like, and and with a lot of issues that have popped up, uh, especially via social media and things like that, and you see how people act. The biggest thing I would see about white supremacy is not uh, this like, I am trying to do this to black people. It's a I don't really care if this yeah. happens to black people. Yeah. It's called so like, lazy, yeah. yeah. like, like, which is look, dangerous. Is That's the most is. dangerous. So thing. it's like. I understand, like, you know, like, if uh, if Tamir Rice gets shot and I come to work and I'm like, yo, that's fucked up that they shot that little boy. And all of my coworkers are like, who? Like, that's yeah. the thing. There's yeah. not going to be a care because I'm like, yo, if that little boy was white, it'd be front page news. Like, that's the thing. So it's like with the Hotep people, it's kind of like, look, if you 
decide to fade out and be like, you know what? The system's so bad, I'm out. I like Wesley Snipes. If you don't care about our people, Let me put your black hand I'm gonna tell you right now, they are not yes. caring about our people. Yes. So the only people that's gonna care about us is us. So it's like at a certain point, you have got to be like, yo, look, it's just us. Like, it's not them out there like, yo, I really just want to destroy all black people all the time. It's literally like a, man, look, y'all go on about mm-hmm. y'all day. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, when the system's set up and the wheel, and the <laughs> yeah, wheel is the turning, wheel, the wheel is like, done. you got to break the wheel. And if you're not going to break the wheel, then the wheel's just going to keep turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wheel's going to keep and going. So they, fading they, out. Like, the, I think that you just can't fade is. out. Yeah, that's what they want to do. They want to fade out and be like, yo. I'm not voting. I'm, I'm out. Not, I'm not. I can't do nothing with this. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, and now would and be calling the time. things to conspiracy theories without yes. actually having any action yeah. behind it. Like, yeah. like what is what good does that do? And now would be, I would say, now would be the definite time for you to if you try to fade out fade back in because a hundred years ago there was a hundred three hundred four there used to be a finger on the button exactly there used to be laws and everything that was like you're a slave i don't give a fuck (laughs) like that's it those things are not there are there new laws that kind of circumvent but it's not this direct like yo look it ain't never gonna be as bad as my Great, 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 great grandfather who I don't know. Like whatever. When you said all those greats. He was probably in Africa though. Uh, no, you said a lot of greats. I did say that. Yeah, yeah, he, he probably, he probably yeah, yeah. It wasn't slavery wasn't that far ago. Slavery was just great, great. That's it. That was your great, great grandfather was a slave. You know what? That 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 that's crazy because like before my before my grandfather passed away, he was like, oh yeah, you know. We used to, uh, my dad was asking me, so did y'all ever, you know, talk to slaves or whatever? And he goes, we knew all the people that were slaves, but he goes, I was young. He goes, you know, it was like, young kids didn't talk to adults at that time. So he's like, those kind of things never really passed forward. But I'm walking away like, die. My grandfather knew some slaves. 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 I say that all the time. Like, that's it. Like, that's how far back. This goes that ain't that. Far. If you were born in 1860, yeah. and let's say you were a slave for five years, the first five years of yeah. your life, and my grandfather was born in 1922. Yeah. That means you would have been um, 62 years yeah. old. You would have yeah. been a relatively young man. Yeah, exactly. And was like, yeah, I was, my first five years, I was a slave. Yeah. And let's say you was born in 1853, then you would have been like, then you could have told everybody, I was 12 years a slave. <laughs> I don't- how long you worked on that? <laughs> I teach math. I, teach. Oh, I'm, I, I do. I do weddings. And <laughs> I'm I was, mad that caught me off guard too. Man. I'm so mad. I was, I was like, 18. Oh, God. <laughs> I was 12 years a slave, little nigga. <laughs> no, no. But that—that's crazy. That yeah. that was that close yeah. in yeah. time. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on. But I think the bigger part of this, and you know what we calling this, I, I was gonna call this whole podcast one thing, and I, I wanted to really kind of delve into woke versus broke and some other things there. And I'm like, I'm just gonna call this woke. But this is woke yeah. part one. There's gonna be woke. Other, we're gonna do more woke series of of this pod because I think we left some meat on the bone, just a little bit more that we could talk about here. Um, but more than anything, I'm kind of walking away from this with like. Honestly, my connotation of the word woke is lame. Like, I feel like the word is played. I feel like when people be like, I don't want to be, I'm not being a hater. When people are like, 
calling themselves woke. Uh-huh. I feel like that's lame. I feel like just be just be mm-hmm. a a good black person. Like be be like a be a model like black person. Yeah, you don't I, have to tell people you're woke. Well, because yeah. I think for you, it 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 causes a little bit of uh like uh it, it you question whether or not they're genuine, right? Like it are, are or you give a dude had a shirt on that said good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I'm yeah, wearing a shirt I'm that good. says nice, obviously. But <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean. But that, that safe. That, that, that's the kind of thing. <laughs> if a guy was walking a girl out of the club with a shirt on and said safe and holding and her like, hand, I'm I, like, ah, you're like, I, I get, get it, safe I get it. But you know what? I didn't think you might be unsafe until, until I saw you with a shirt. Like and, now, I'm like, why you got a safe shirt on? And once it, you could be safe, or you could just be having people think you safe. And, and but even if it, is, I don't think that people who are woke or wear woke gear think that are are like not woke i just think that there's no reason to to be like let other people i'm woke like it's it's kind of weird to me just a little bit it's just a weird i understand i, I, I don't like, i don't i don't doubt that they feel that they're woke yeah, yeah. but but then the next person is gonna say well you ain't woke as me because i'm 86 percent." and i mean it, it's a whole bunch of things but i think i say all of that to say that this conversation has kind of brought me a little bit around to the other side of that to think that you know what Woke is cool. You need to be between the 50 and 80. If you're between the 50 and 80, that's a good thing to be. Mm -hmm. And who am I to be like to feel a way? I I think it's just the the trendiness of the term. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because because the term the term has been bastardized or it's been um, it's been co-opted. Yeah. It's I think it's been co-opted. Yeah. Yeah, Marketed. I mean, but but then but then at the same time, I think about the black coffee company. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, like I want them brothers. Yeah. I want them to have. That's why I'm like, I don't want it to sound like a hater about that because. Yeah. Because we want them. But then if like, say if when people and this, this may cause issues, but if people say Beyonce is woke, it's like, oh, I don't know. Like I get a a little bit. I always have a problem with this. Like the urban there's gonna be like an old white politician that'll be like woke. Yeah, <laughs> be like, no, Bernie Sanders is gonna say that. Even yeah, you know, the top definition in Urban Dictionary of woke, which is where I got my whole top definition, woke is the act of being very pretentious about how much you care about a social issue. Ooh, wow, <laughs> wow. Maybe they, that's why I feel that. Maybe that's how cynical. I, on but I know they're cynical, but they're cynical. But no, no, no. I get, I get, I get what it is. I get where it's it comes the, from. the sentence they say. Yeah, most people don't care about parking spaces for families with disabled pets. I wish they were woke like me. Yeah. Like that's kind of I guess maybe what what breeds yeah, what it underlies. to me, but maybe maybe that was implanted in my head by the man to think that um <laughs> that wokeness yeah. wasn't cool. I mean, look, we're gonna get out of this here on this one. Yeah. We we hit we hit up about an hour. Um um I just wanted to say before I, I got off of here, I was I've been noticing that um see I don't have like I, I follow I follow Instagram thoughts. I got like two or three that I find, I just, I mean, I, I, I think their life is interesting. I like when someone can wake up in the morning and just go work out and take pictures of themselves. If they told me that that's all I had to do and I didn't have to go to a job, I would do it too. I do it yeah, I do it too. And I mean, we like to look at beautiful black blackness. We're on the the spectrum. I just like, but I've been noticing they got a lot of Instagram models um, who are like woke too, talking about. <laughs> White people didn't exist before 1861, and they had a post about that and the, the consciousness and, and African sculptures of black women and talking about this and that and vegans and parasites. I'm talking about Malaya. And it just, it, it like, I don't know. I don't know what it oh, does. So Malaya is, is a, stuff. Malaya is, I don't want to call her a hotel. What's the, what's the word? What would you call her? Would you call a woman hotel? I mean, like, I, don't I feel like the I, there's got to be something. But she's a woman hotel. 
And um, I have a whole bunch of names that I want to say, but all of them are bad. So I'm just going to not use any of them. But Malaya is a woman hotel. And um, I think that there's a thing. Maybe the next time we talk about it, we'll bring up woman hotels or whatever. But, you going to bring uh, a woman hotel on? They they have a few. I'm about to say. Yeah. Same. <laughs> we know a few. Oh, we, we know, know a few. few. We, we know, know a few. few. We know a few. Bring, bring one off for perspective purposes. She's yeah. got dreads probably, and they're more than likely matted. Definitely. More than like, or one big dread. <laughs> She's got the one big dread. She pulled them all together probably. A lot of, a lot of natural beauty. And a lot of underarm hair. Oils. <laughs> <laughs> I love my black they queens. They crossed that line. <laughs> I love my black queens. All right, man. Thank y'all for checking it out, man. Man, thank you guys for sitting in with Absolutely. me. Absolutely, it was my pleasure. I mean, if y'all want to um, follow these guys on social media, um, I'll ask them if I can post their stuff. Maybe. Yeah, you can post mine. Yeah. Well, we've already just devoted. You're not just. You haven't went no, fully just, just devoted. No, because there's a just devoted out there, man. So, really, real talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me. I tried to get it, and then I was like, you know what? We've already filmed all these episodes, so. I'm not changing. I would have loved the fact that I could have given you the name of just Devon like I gave the uncle the name of the uncle. All right. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing nice to say. I ain't got nothing nice to say. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing nice to say. So I won't say nothing at all. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me?